This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And don't forget, while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, retirement is often pitched as a sort of be-all and end-all. You work for years and years, sock money away, make plans, and then one day, boom, you leave the office for the last time. And from there, well, it's nothing but golf, walks on the beach, and trips to all those places you've been meaning to visit. Of course, all of that looks good on a website or in a brochure, but that kind of retirement isn't for everyone. In fact, many of my clients express a desire for something different. Some of them don't want to retire at all because they find happiness and purpose in their work. And many want to keep working, but less often. So on today's show, we're going to look at retirement alternatives. But before we jump any further into this wonderful world of retirement, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who I hope isn't reassessing his status on our show. Hey, Tony. <laughs> uh, there's no chance. There's no chance of that, uh, Albert. I'll tell you that. But as long as you keep bringing in coffee before the show, I'll, I'm content. So that, sounds like a plan to me. There you have it. <laughs> uh, well, I've been great. I've had a good week, and you know, just uh, keeping busy over here. How about you? What have you been doing? Oh, you know, same thing. We had our uh, annual Golf for a Cause charity event uh, last week. Um, we did fantastic. We raised uh, over $10,000 for the charity uh, Kids Kicking Cancer. Oh, that's um, awesome. It was. We had 128 golfers come out. It was a great, great time. I mean, they just raved. It was just wonderful. Weather was beautiful. And like I said, people dug in their pockets and we were able to uh, at least write a check for over ten grand. Wow. So, great that's- week. That is great. I, I like to it hear is. that. That's very cool, Albert. So, you know what? On, on previous shows, uh, we've talked about how there's this presumption out there that everybody wants to, uh, you know, practically sprint out of the office as soon as they turn 62 or 65 so they can begin immediately enjoying retirement. Uh, you know, they want to enjoy the retirement they see in the stock photos or ads. Uh, you know the couple, the gray-haired couple walking on the beach holding hands. But mm-hmm. we know that <laughs> we know that a, a lot of people don't want the stereotypical retirement uh, for numerous reasons, or that it, it it doesn't work out that way, right? 
Oh, I think that's exactly right, Tony. Um, in fact, a recent uh, Kipling, Kiplinger article, uh, Great Jobs for Retirees, um, actually highlights the uh, fact that many retirees want to keep working once they've left their careers, though generally in something more, let's say, low-key or, or casual. So as, as the article notes, some retirees want to keep working because they need a little extra money. Uh, but for many, the money is just a bonus because they're mainly looking to stay active and engaged. Now, the first gig a retiree may want to consider is, well, serving as an adjunct professor. Uh, Mm -hmm. Many colleges and universities are looking for professionals to share their experience and wisdom with students. And while some schools require master's degrees for adjuncts, others only require a four-year degree or even professional experience. Now, to me, this is an exciting way to put a capstone on your career. Uh, You spent decades building up your experience, so why not share what you've learned with eager young people while putting a few bonus bucks into your own bank account? Well, there you go. I I think that's a a good point right there. And there are a lot of great, passionate professors out there. But I I think students really sit up and pay attention when somebody with real-world experience comes in and gives them an insider's perspective. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I would have to agree with that. Um, In fact, uh, teaching, let's say, at the K through 12 level um, is also another excellent option for retirees. Uh, For school districts throughout the country, retirees have become an ideal solution, um, basically for the dilemma of uh, finding quality substitute teachers. Uh, Some districts hire substitutes directly and others outsource the task. Though it varies state to state and, and often district to district, substitute teachers don't always need a teaching certificate. Uh, check out your local school district's website for more info on their hiring policies. Now, as with working as an adjunct professor, I think substitute teaching provides retirees with a unique opportunity to actually share what they learn in their profession with kids who are eager to learn more about what's waiting for them after they graduate. Well, yeah, and who knows? Maybe you'll inspire a young person to pursue the same career that you spent so many years enjoying, right? Oh, of course. You know, and, and serving as a patient advocate, well, there's another post-retirement job to consider, Tony. Uh, this one is intriguing to me because you can make some extra money while doing some quantifiable good for other folks. Uh, with this one, the name pretty much says it all. As a patient advocate, you'll spend your time advocating for your client's medical needs and wishes. So in general, patient advocates charge between $150 and $400 and carry 10 to 20 clients. Check out healthadvocateresources.com for more info on this role, folks. Wow. Well, and uh, I think a lot of retirees who want to keep working part-time want to do something that they feel is going to benefit their community and, you know, make a difference. And I think working as a patient advocate would definitely fit that bill. Oh, I agree. I agree. And, you know, it always feels good when you're doing something for others. Yeah. You know, so now I think the next post-career work option, working as a tour guide, um, it's particularly exciting, I think. I mean, when I talk with my clients who are passionate about travel, it seems most of them have a go-to destination, you know, whether it's national parks, historical sites, the great cities of Europe, and many more. Um, If you have a place you love and can't get enough of, 
why not put that enthusiasm to work by sharing it with others? Um, in fact, if you live near a historical site that's operated by the National Park Service, you can become a licensed tour guide through the Association of Licensed Battlefield Guides. Now, for example, only those who are licensed may serve as formal tour guides at Gettysburg. Now, depending on the place where you're interested in serving as a guide, there are varying certification requirements. Some have no requirements, while others require that you pass a test. Visit the National Federation of Tourist Guide Associations at nftga.com to find out more. Wow. I didn't know you had to become licensed to be a tour guide. I didn't know about all that, but that, right? sounds, that sounds interesting. That sounds like a cool thing to do. Now, before we move on, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Albert, to get a financial plan in place uh, that will allow them to uh, be able to do what they want in retirement. Sure. I mean, listeners, you guys can always visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com, or call my office at 586-752-7008, and we can discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns about your path to retirement. All right. Well, great show so far. Uh, You've been talking about how retiring doesn't always mean you have to be done working. A lot of people want to keep going, and it keeps them active and healthier and keeps their mind sharp. And It just means you're more in control of how and when you work. So what do you have next for us? Well, the Kiplinger article, Great Jobs for Retirees, next suggests that are a number of employment options at national parks and not just as tour guides like we discussed in our first segment. You should also note that many states have outstanding park systems that may provide similar job opportunities as national parks. And don't forget, summer camps, resorts, and lodges. Now, images of friendly forest rangers are often one of the first things that pop into uh, our minds when we think about national parks. But there are a number of lesser known, but no less important, jobs that make our favorite parks fun. Now, hotel clerks, gift shop workers, cooks, servers, and more. Now, National parks often have numerous openings after college-age workers have returned to school in the fall. Some even provide lodging or free hookups if you have an RV, Tony. Very cool. Hanging out in a national park while making extra money, that's going to appeal to a lot of people out there. Oh, I agree. You know, um, in fact, another area is working as a youth sports official or referee is also a great way to get out of the house on a regular basis. If you don't mind the fans yelling at you there, uh, Tony, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I know we hear horror stories of parents misbehaving oh. at their kids little league games. It's true. Um, but the truth is these viral video moments are still few and far between. That's Tony. True. Um, you know, contact your parks and rec department, local youth sports organization or even high school with sports uh, governing bodies for more info, but many organizations providing training and mentoring um, that will help you get certified. Yeah, I've seen uh, a lot of those stories about uh, critical shortages of youth sports officials. They mm-hmm. uh, That's a big area of need. So getting certified is going to bring in some extra money for you and, again, have a positive impact on the kids in your community. Oh, for sure. 
Yes. You know, in fact, another positive impact would be tutoring as well. That's another great way mm. to uh, work a little bit while also helping out the kids in your community. Uh, in fact, if you were an engineer and used math every day, you may be able to work as a math tutor. Uh, if you've mastered a hobby, like let's say a musical instrument or painting, you may be able to use what you've learned. Now, reach out to your school district to see if they keep a list of tutors or advertise on social media. Yeah. Uh, tutoring strikes me as something that could potentially be very rewarding. I mean, helping mm -hmm. uh, kids who might be struggling with math gain more confidence, thanks in part to your work, uh, that would be a good feeling. Oh, for sure. For sure. But let's say they just want to chill a little bit. I would say, Tony, working as an usher at a theater or arts venue or even at sure. a stadium is another great job for older folks. Yep. In fact, in many cases, ushers are paid in addition to getting to see the ball game or the concert or performance for free. And in other cases, particularly at nonprofit venues, ushers are unpaid, but you get to still see a show that normally might cost as much as 150 or $200 a ticket. So if you're a theater buff, working even as an unpaid usher is going to have some financial benefits. Yeah, true. True. Uh, how common is it for retirees uh, to take a part-time job in childcare? Ooh, I mean, I guess a great question, but it's definitely becoming more common, Tony. Uh, retirees who still have the, let's say, energy for it <laughs> can charge, yeah, $15 an hour or more for babysitting. And in some big cities like New York and Washington, the going rate can be as much as $40 an hour. Now, promote yourself on community bulletin boards and sites like care.com and like uh, sittercity.com. Uh, there are a lot of parents out there who would feel more comfortable leaving their kids with an older person rather than a teenager. <laughs> well, I suppose that's true. I mean, a 70-year-old babysitter is probably less likely to to be on their phones all the time or distracted by their Instagram feeds than a than a 15-year-old babysitter, right? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, in fact, uh, also, if you're, let's say, an animal lover, you can also get a nice side hustle as a pet sitter or even a dog walker. Oh. You know, yeah, as people return to the office, as we slowly emerge from COVID-19, many are going to be nervous about leaving pets who are used to, well, them nearly uh, being there permanently uh, with them every day. So dog walkers generally charge between $10 and $30 an hour. And you can charge as much as $50 per day just for pet sitting. So I would say check out sites like Rover dot com uh that can help you advertise your services to our four-legged friends tony yeah well and there's a potential double whammy on that one because you know we've talked about the importance of staying active you've always talked about that albert and i think the benefits of daily exercise are well known so what what better way to get some exercise than walking some furry pals all while getting paid for it, right? <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, there aren't many part-time jobs that come with wagging tails, that's for yeah, sure. true. <laughs> um, if your professional life included, let's say, lots of writing and design, uh, you may want to consider putting those skills to use on a, let's say, freelance basis. You know, media companies, corporations, and nonprofits are frequently recruited 
recruiting freelancers for various writing, editing, and even design tasks. Uh, rates can typically average between $30 and $70 an hour. Uh, you may want to check out sites like freelancewriting.com, uh, freelancewritinggigs.com, and freelancer.com to look for jobs and also to post your qualifications. Yeah. And that made me think of photographers as well. I know a lot of older people who like photography and it's kind of a hobby for them uh, thanks to digital cameras and technology. Oh my gosh, that, that's great, Tony. Um, in fact, if you're an enthusiastic shutterbug, you can sell your images to stock photography sites like, let's say, Getty Images or iStock and uh, Shutterstock. Uh, both those sites require you to apply to uh, become a contributing by uh, submitting samples. But once you're accepted, you can begin earning as little bit of money. Um, it's pretty pretty simple, really. Yeah, that's true. So um, let's uh, keep moving here. I mean, during today's show, you've been looking at how we can keep working uh, for enjoyment or extra money after we've retired from our main careers. And, you know, uh, that extra money's uh, always nice, but a part-time job is a lot about getting out of the house and to socialize and stay active. Um, what do you have next for us? Well, the next suggestion for working part-time after retirement from Kiplinger's uh, article, Great Jobs for Retirees, um, is selling your creations. I mean, do you do you have a talent for pottery? Do you make the finest birdhouses in all the land? Uh, instead of giving your wares away for free as gifts, why not hit up local craft shows and community festivals? You know, again, it's important to remember that the point of the jobs we've been talking about today isn't to come anywhere close to providing the same level of income uh, you had in pre-retirement. It's about doing something you'll get a kick out of while also maybe making some extra money. Yeah, make it fun. Uh, you know, uh, my grandma always called it walking around money. <laughs> I love that expression. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, let's say you love building those birdhouses I just mentioned. And if you find joy in it and can make enough money to cover, let's say, a couple of dinners out and a few matinees each month. Well, that's a pretty good. That's I would say pretty good in my book. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, retirees with. Uh, scientific and medical backgrounds also may be particularly intrigued by maybe participating in medical trials. Now, you'll not only help supply scientists and medical professionals with essential data and insights, but you also put some serious money in your pocket. Study payments uh, range anywhere from a couple hundred bucks to as much as $4,000. Wow. Now, professional studies are conducted by medical facilities and pharmaceutical companies, and you'll typically need to undergo a health exam to determine eligibility. But there are a fair number of medical trial scams floating around the Internet as well, so do your homework with this one. Uh, clinicaltrials.gov is probably a good place to start. Yeah, that's a, that's a government website. That's, a, that's official. That's reliable. Clinicaltrials.gov. That's a good one. And I'm glad you mentioned that there are a lot of really good. Uh, there's a lot of important uh, trials uh, there that are going on, uh, and they need people. But it's important to do a little research on them first as well. Oh, you're definitely right there, definitely, especially what we're going through in the last two years. Yeah. So now let's say Tony. You still love to get behind the wheel and hit the road. Uh, you're going to have some really good options for post-retirement work. In fact, if you have a clean car and a friendly demeanor, working as an Uber or Lyft driver may be a great option for you. You can work as much or as little as you want, and you determine 
how long your shifts are. You'll need to have your own car and be able to pass a criminal background check for this one. And don't forget that you're completely on the hook for gas, maintenance expenses, and your own insurance. That's true. That's true. And that might be a younger man's game, though, because a lot of uh, older folks don't want to mess with tech-driven apps like Uber or Lyft. But I know a lot of retirees uh, find part-time jobs driving shuttles for hotels or auto dealerships. Yeah, yes, that's a great point, Tony. Um, and I'll have even add driving for a school bus to the list. You know, oh yeah, and there's pants. a there's a huge need right now. I mean, there's a national shortage of bus drivers right. this year. So. And, and if your mornings and afternoons are free, this may be a good option. See, yeah. you can often earn you know more than twenty dollars an hour. And if you drive a bus for field trips, shoot, you'll sometimes be uh, given a ticket for the destination venue as well. Yeah. See. Now, since the 2021 school year began, there have been numerous stories about critical storages or shortages, I should say, of bus drivers, as you mentioned, Tony, throughout the country. Um, Some districts have had to combine routes or even have drivers take multiple routes, thus throwing an unpleasant wrench into the school start times. But right now, if you want to drive a school bus, you shouldn't have much trouble finding openings. Yeah. Just make sure you think it through. I mean, even if you love spending time with all your grandkids at once, (laughs) it likely pales in comparison to a school bus packed front to back with energetic and talkative kids, right? (laughs) That's very true. uh, In fact, if something a little quieter is probably more your thing, how about becoming a grocery shopper? Maybe a fun option, right? Yeah. I mean, working for a company like a Instacart, you're handed someone's shopping list and then fill the cart on their behalf. Once the groceries are bagged up, you load them into uh, your car and deliver them. Uh, there's also an option if you like to do the shopping while leaving the delivery to someone else. Remember, if you decide to also do the delivery, you're an independent contractor, just like you are with Uber and Lyft. That means you're responsible for your auto expenses. Yeah. Well, and I think working as a shopper for a company like Instacart may be appealing for a lot of retirees because it's yet another gig where you set your schedule and you can work as little or much as you want. I mean, for people with grandkids nearby or hobbies, that's going to be important. Oh, I completely agree, Tony. Completely agree. Um, but, you know, it's just nice because you get to, to choose your own uh, hours. Yeah. Uh, now, the article next suggests that retirees may want to consider working part-time, maybe as a bartender. I mean, I have to confess that this one surprised me a little bit because I always think of bartending as a young person's game. But when you dig a little deeper, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Where's mine? <laughs> well, and I think that's another job that uh, comes with a lot of social benefits. It's a very social job. You get to talk with oh, people. Oh, yeah. That's right. And if you're quick with a joke or a good-natured uh, tall tale while slinging pints, you're likely to do well in the tipping department, too. And if this option appeals to you, make sure your potential employer knows that you aren't interested in anything close to full-time, but are just interested in working once or twice a week. Sure. Well, uh, this has been a great show, uh, Albert. Uh, We're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to say? You know, if you'd like more information about what we've discussed today, I would just encourage you visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office as well at 586-752-7008. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. So make sure you put it on paper. All right. 
get a plan in place. And I know that uh, consultation, there's no cost, no obligation. So I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give you a call. What's that phone number one more time? That is 586-752-7008. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.